0: How do you read those tweets? I read them like uh sausages, eggs, nine to two, be here now, hashtag big rig, boss up, breakfast. That's funny because I don't read them nearly as aggressively, I read them more like they're crossword clues. Yeah. <laughs> Oatmeal cookies. Yeah, it's, like, it's like six six down eggs.
1: You got it in red. Remember Todd White? Where did Eric Carlson eat last night? It doesn't matter if you ask. It's the Chet and Luke podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode Verada of the Chet Sellers and Luke Prissy podcast. I'm Luke, and I'm joined, as always, by the man who doesn't really listen to my opinion. Not because I say it to everyone, but just because he doesn't respect me. It's Chet Sellers. (laughs) And I'm also joined by the man who's got drop mixtapes, not bombs, tattooed on his lower back. It's our friend James. Special guest. You give it up for me, (laughs) (laughs) guys.
0: Good to see you. Really pulled the rug out from under me on that intro. I didn't even see James under that pile of coats. Yeah. <laughs> and I just whipped off the burlap sack, and there he was. And I was already like, episode Verada, I figured for sure he'd go with episode Pumple, but, you know, deep cut. Well, not I, episode Andre Roy. You but- know what? Matt Pumple hasn't earned it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not a, like, getting
1: your name in the podcast isn't just a spot on the second line. Like, you have to work harder than that to All get right. on this podcast. First things first. Have you heard the now legendary Jared Cowan interview from this week.
0: As I said before, that is the most gotta-hear-both-sides interview in SENS history. There are other players who have given jerky interviews that didn't even touch. That just came out of nowhere and just scooped the whole like the entire history of jerky players on the SENS. Especially because it was it worked perfectly in sync with the humble Patrick Wirkacz interview the same day. Well, I said, uh, Ian Mendez ran a piece where he was like, and he, he you just like facts are out there. Here's what they are. Jared Cowan said the following. Patrick Weirkosh said the following. And I said on Twitter, like, it was like reading a Goofus and Gallon cartoon. <laughs> Because it was like Patrick Weirkosh puts his toys away. <laughs> yeah, Jared Cowan is goofus. He leaves his toys everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just pictured the media scrum around him and him saying those words and all the reporters trying to keep their eyes from bugging out of their heads <laughs> and going straight to their computers. like, like just just act cool. Just that the story will be here in five minutes from now. Just act normal so he keeps saying this stuff. It's like that was like Rob Ford basically. <laughs> (laughs) saying you know that he's he may or may not have smoked crack cocaine that was what that jared cowan scrum was probably like the guy in the front being like double taking yeah i mean on the one hand i guess it's good that jared cowan doesn't suffer from a lack of self-confidence that he believes in his own game but at what point does that pass into delusion yeah there's a line where the last thing you want to hear is your goaltender or something saying i'm the worst goaltender in the world i can't i just can't get it together but Ooh, this is <laughs> you, you know where he says i don't know why they're even saying this so i was like well you know you play on the third pairing like does that not make any sense to you like i'm seeing it i don't know anything about anything yeah <laughs> no I, I mean there is a point where i just got to keep playing my game do things my way and it'll come around turns into you know you do have to acknowledge that something has gone badly wrong
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think there's got to be like a happy middle ground between you know believing in yourself but also <clears throat> having the skill of honest self-assessment.
0: And that's good. That's Patrick Weirkoch. That's that's, (laughs) that's, that's Gallant. Patrick
1: Weirkoch is like, I gotta be better. And I'm watching Patrick Weirkoch like, yeah, you do actually. I agree with that. So
0: he is both a statistical and a self-awareness darling. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Relative to Jared Cowan. He's got
1: a lot of things going for him. I will say that.
0: Yeah. Can I I put a hot sizzler on the grill right Uh, now? Do it. That's why you're here. Turn this place into a fajita (laughs) grill. Okay. I don't want anyone touching the plates so very, very hot. (laughs) Um, as as we've learned with the Ottawa Senators, there's different rules for different players, right? You know, sometimes you're Jared Cowan and you can just look horrible and, you know, not miss a game. And maybe Shane Prince only puts up an assist and gets sat indefinitely, you know. After these remarks, can you successfully walk back that kind of thing that you said in the press about your GM? I mean, maybe there's an argument for he didn't mean Brian Murray, he made the media or something. But I think there's a lot of other players, if they... If Eric Carlson said this, it would be like Eric Carlson and Ottawa Senators, Splitsville, and like a graphic of like a piece of a picture of the two things ripped in half or whatever. Can Jerry Cowan bounce back PR wise from this? Zero percent chance. Yeah, it's it's done. It's kind of tough when you call out your 71 year old hockey life or general manager. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I don't really pay attention to what the guy who runs this hockey team thinks. (laughs) Yeah, you don't get away with that
1: in any other professional endeavor, so I don't know why you would get away. Away with it's like, yeah, on.
0: no, I what my boss thinks has no bearing on my job performance. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, you just keep doing that for a while. And like, what I like about what Jared Cowan has done here is like, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I like, like it too because no, I don't have to like him as a person anymore. <laughs> see, the thing is, the thing is, is that Jared Cowan for a long time now has not passed the stats test, and I think most people would say he's not passing the eye test either. No, like, even if you know that hair, you oh, take a oh, guy like Weirkosh, oh, oh, but you take oh, a guy oh, like Weirkosh, oh, oh, like <laughs> let's. Talk about last year's Weirkosh, like good Weirkosh. When he was getting it done, you know, coursey-wise, but people were like, Yeah, but he looks like a baby giraffe trying to skate. Like he's not passing my eye test. And people on stats Twitter were still like, No, 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 he's really good, trust (laughs) us. Jared Cowan passed neither of those tests, right? But at least you still had some people, chief among them, probably Brian Murray, saying, Yeah, but he's big and he just needs to calm down and play a defensive game and hit guys and he'll be fine. Trust me, he'll be fine. He's a big guy, you can't teach size, he'll be fine and now <laughs> he's even alienated the people who like like the one thing that will get all of TSN 1200 callers to turn against you is an attitude like that right yeah. because even the people that were still probably defending him as being the six foot five gorilla who could hit guys are now are now the ones that are turn- like who's still supporting Jared Cowan because he doesn't have the stats people he doesn't have the eye test people he doesn't have the like dudes who just like big defensemen like Mark Boryetsky who can hit guys Jared Cowan is not getting it done in any respect and he's now managed to alienate probably the one guy who is still defending him who also runs his hockey team. Yeah, yeah he, he had one he fan. Nuked his,
1: he, he nuked his biggest fan
0: you know, in, in the biggest His yeah. <laughs> Well because yeah, but even if he did have other fans, none of those people are now like I mean the outrage on Twitter, it was the combination of people who don't like hockey players with bad attitudes and everybody who actually gauges performance of those hockey players. You no, know uh, because yeah. he doesn't if he had a bad attitude but he was playing well, he'd have defenders. Mm-hmm. If he was, you know, had a good attitude but was playing poorly, he'd have defenders. That's the uh, now he has corollary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he'd have defenders. Now he has neither. Mm-hmm. How great is it that a five foot nine defenseman from the AHL has come in and scored in most of his games that he's played, <laughs> and is left handed? Also, it's just so beautiful how it's working out. Weidman reminds me of Weirkosh a little bit from last year, or like a guy in the gym who will just shoot a three from anywhere. Like he's just taking these shots from the blue line, and some of them are going in. Yeah, exactly. He just yells yeah, was Kobe before he <laughs> takes a half slapper from the high point. Yeah, and then as he's skating back to the bench, he's like, Hibachi. <laughs> I don't know. So, I saw somebody say on Twitter that maybe Jared Cowan is just doing this to piss the team off so they'll have to trade him. He could have just asked for a trade. <laughs> Yo. Who
1: didn't want to trade Jared well, Cowan?
0: Well, if he's like pretending to be completely unself aware <laughs> about how bad he is so that he can get traded, he's completely unself aware about his own trade value. <laughs> can like, it happen? Like, we are living in a post decomposing body of Nathan Horton for David Clarkson paradigm. Can you trade? Jared Cowan, like, a poor third-pairing defenseman who has been healthy-scratched in the last two seasons and stands to make $4 million <laughs> next year. So, for, sorry, 4.5, I think. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies all around. <laughs> the problem in your analogy, though, is that Jared Cowan is the David Clarkson of that deal. Yeah, he's... He, right? He, exactly. And, and, that old, and David Clarkson was only traded for a guy who was probably never going to play again. Exactly. That the Toronto friggin' May beliefs could just put away in a closet somewhere and not have to worry because they have more money than creases like <laughs> that's not the senator's situation unfortunately
1: little discussed facts the ottawa senators are a budget team no one talks <laughs> about this but they operate no no no, no, no you say that you restraints. say that but
0: they will spend when the time is right I'm, okay i'm confident of that you're calling it now i'm calling it now when the time is right they will spend. Alright. Okay. And they'll let us know. Yes. We just have to trust them. Is anybody a bigger winner in this Jared Cowan fiasco than Mark borvietsky <laughs> <laughs> Like keeps the his guy- head down. Is steady, solid. And and what's funny is that when, when Brian Murray was assessing the defense this week, he was like, okay, Carlson and Mathod and CeCe are all good. And people were like, whoa, maybe chill out a minute on CeCe. Let's see about that. And then he says, Borvietsky is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is beautiful. I know. People, I
1: think, thought that Brian Murray gave Boro too
0: much credit. It was
1: like, no, Brian Murray yeah. knows what Mark
0: Borvietsky is. He knows he's, he's a he... 2003 Cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, will, he will get you where you're going in not very spectacular fashion. Which oh, is no, kind of car reference first of all. <laughs> which is kind of interesting because, like with Mark Boriewski, it's like with CC, where it's like, yeah, he's not been great, but I still feel like he has the tools to put it together. Whereas, like you play Boriewski on his right, like his proper side, I could see him being an okay third pairing defenseman. Whereas Jared Cowan is like a bad third pairing defenseman. With top pairing pedigree Which makes him such an annoying player He has a second pairing contract He's just
1: all over the place That's true, you watch Mark Borvietsky And you come away thinking that that guy's Maxed out his potential
0: Right, but he came. He was like a borderline 7th defenseman And now with the Cowan thing It's like, well, rather than that Why don't we put him on his proper side And pair him with Chris Weidman You know things are slow When Mark Mathot is injured And they're like, Borvietsky, get in there <laughs> Like you should be getting that assignment, even if you're not ready for it. If you're Jared Cowan, like Borvansky, like you can get as mad as you want about him. He makes one million dollars a yeah, year. Like he, like they know what he is. He was like the captain of the Binghamton Senators. Like you've earned eight <laughs> minutes or whatever. <laughs> but when he's getting consistently that over you, you're a bust, yeah, basically. I think that's fair. This far into your career, I don't know. Jared
1: Cowan, the Alexander Daig of defensemen. Well, that's point.
0: like, I mean, you could see him being out of the league in three years, couldn't you? Let's say that he finishes his time in Ottawa and he then they decide they want to move on. So long and thanks for all the fish. Jared Cowan, based on what you know of Jared Cowan, the guy who played all of like 10 games in the AHL and then complained when he had to go down there during the lockout, the guy who last year when he was a healthy scratch for large portions of the spring said, I have no idea what I need to do to get back in the lineup. Maybe Play better. Uh, the guy who now says he doesn't care what his general manager thinks and that his coach doesn't talk to him. Like, do you really think that guy, once he's got thirteen million dollars in the bank, is going to take like a tryout somewhere? Like, do you think he's going to want it badly enough that he's going to fight his way back on a million dollar a year contract? He I could don't. be a future KHL superstar. He could be. I think he's in the Swiss League, and like, he does not have the wheels for. <laughs> <laughs> you guys does not have the wheels for that league. Okay, but he's like him and Lap. Dress and like and
1: yeah, like even Alex Day. Like the only problem with him was the expectations. Everyone was thinking, the next Mario Lemieux, when really he turned out to be a serviceable
0: third-line guy, <laughs> which isn't nearly as sexy. Yeah, but right. Cowan's a, you know, top-ten pick, too. Like, I know he's not number one. I know he didn't score 700 points in the queue, but you for what that's worth. When you tear your MCL and, like, come back, have a bad World Junior and still go top-ten, you are a player with some pedigree, for mm-hmm. sure. He also put up points in the WHL, too. He had, like, a 48-point season, which, by the way, have you ever noticed this about Jerry Cowan? You want to talk about a guy trying to drain all the threes? <laughs> if he gets the puck on his stick, it's going right into that goalie's chest protector.
1: <laughs> I think he thinks he's Tomas Shabbat in his mind's eye. He's going oh. coast to coast like buttered toast.
0: <laughs> Thomas L. Saviour. <laughs> that guy. Highlight reel longer than the OJ trial. Nothing... <laughs> <laughs> and he's like 18. <laughs> Nothing against Thomas Shabbat, but when we're all getting super excited about, like, Quebec Junior highlights from Thomas Shabbat, <laughs> that tells you something's wrong with the Senators' defense. Yeah, it's like, just gotta wait for three years till this guy can make it on the blue line and be a huge disappointment on the third pairing. It's yeah, exactly. like God intended. Yeah. I mean, this is how healthy my relationship is with hockey. Like, let's not go signing a left-handed defenseman for too long if it does happen, because Thomas Chabot, though, <laughs> like, <laughs> these gifts of him scoring every week but i mean they are pretty flashy highlights even for q league standards i could see him jumping up though faster than anybody in binghamton like even like freddie Clayson is like on the third pairing in binghamton like they're not calling him up they're calling up you know (laughs) hammer of thorn by (laughs) costco right costco yeah, Costco. Sorry, it's okay me. It's, Hey, it's his first game. You are an, you are an executive club member <laughs> at Mike Costco. The best part about going to Costco is
1: buying a like family size tub of margarine and then using the container as a above
0: ground pool afterwards. It's, it's, uh, we, we doing Costco riffs. <laughs> Come on, man. It's a podcast. We can do what we want. <laughs> I am going to repeat a joke that Luke had on uh, our live podcast, which nobody listened to because it sounded like it was being recorded at the bottom of a well. I couldn't get it to load, you Pro- guys. <laughs> Probably like how this one sounds, but how excited are you for the Mithot shabbat pairing? <laughs> oh. it's a, like it's a Jewish high holiday. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's got to happen. we yeah. got to move Carlson. Just, just <laughs> this is yeah. going to happen. It's sorry, but uh, you're playing with Boro now. <laughs> yeah, second pairing defenseman. The for fans want. You Do we have anything else to say about Jared Cowan? Are we going too in? Are we going too hard on Jared Cowan? I'm not sure. I feel like we're <laughs> taking it easy compared to what Twitter is like on an average morning. That's <laughs> probably true. Game yeah, day or not, out. like everyone just going in on this guy. That's probably true. In conclusion, you think you can trade Jared Cowan? No, I think we're stuck with him for
1: another year. No, I I think the last best chance to trade Jared Cowan would have been this past off season where you could have tried to sell someone like, but not necessarily Brian Burke on his potential.
0: But God, Andrew is of the opinion let him rot in Binghamton, like let him be a healthy scratch in Binghamton while they're. Uh, getting- I don't know. I don't know if you're getting that contract through waivers. <laughs> 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 Somebody's got to hit the salary floor mid season for some reason. Yeah. You know who would be so happy About Jared Cowan going to Binghamton? Colin Greening Not having to buy every dinner <laughs> Oh my god Is this Colin Greening's con- like contract year? Is this his last year? Yeah. Or she so got another one after this? Uh, yeah. Hang on, let's call Tim Murray. Yeah. All 613 yeah. numbers are blocked on his yeah. phone. <laughs> He's got power, that guy. Yeah. I saw him walking around the tires.com arena one time, and my guy looked like he had a $2,000 suit on. It was, like, I could tell it was him from, like, 400 feet away because that suit was just gleaming with some sort of, like, shark skin. I'm counting on Chet to have some sort of high-quality Cotton reference on deck, Gabardine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this guy knows about everything. I got, I got something I, I want to talk about. Uh, has Matt Pumple been a little bit underwhelming for you guys in his call up? Like, uh, you know, first round pick, scoring machine guy. He's getting his top six look. You know, like, it's not like he's toiling away with uh, Neil Smith on the fourth line anymore. Like, it's Lazar that's kind of getting that time now. Yeah, and Pumple was drafted a year before Lazar. I know he had some injury problems, but. Yeah, yeah. Matt Pumple and. But he's he, they drafted him as like a pure scorer, right? Yeah, I definitely expected more from that guy, especially for someone who made a mark pretty quickly out of the gate. I was almost wondering this season if it was going to be a bit of a should we keep Matt Pumple because he. Sort of rivaling Mike Hoffman for, you know, pure goal scoring left winger. I also felt like he was getting a bit of a bad. I think you gotta earn it in this league. But, like, watching Pumple on the fourth line with Smith and uh Neil's just like, Matt Pumple needs to be past the puck to do what he does and score a goal. And, like, Chris Neil and Zach Smith cannot hang on to the puck. Like, I'm not talking, I'm not trying to talk about, like, their Fenwick numbers or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm just talking about, like, having the puck for <laughs> a second. Like, just basics. It just bounces off their stick. And you just watch Pumple, like, skating around aimlessly, just trying to get open, you're like, listen, that puck's not going to you unless you intercept a pass from the other team. Why isn't Shane Prince playing when he was actually making smith and neal look pretty good? He's a more versatile player than Pumple, for sure. But he's also been pretty quiet, I think. He was doing great when he was getting bottom six minutes, and then he got top six minutes and kind of got a little (laughs) slow for him all of a sudden. Also hasn't played since he uh, praised Vladimir Putin on Twitter. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Oh, there's it's a, the American- how, long did, how long did that tweet stay up for? Like twenty minutes, probably. <laughs> it's the patriotic American thing to do: show solidarity with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's just like uh, that period of time when Stalin was a good guy. <laughs> hey, we got to win this war. Yeah, <laughs> we'll figure it out after. <laughs> well, gotta hear
1: his, both sides, <laughs> as in the famous words of Roosevelt. <laughs> I, guess. I believe I believe
0: he said that at Yalta. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's like pencils have erasers. <laughs> I'll tell you who is making the fourth line look good, though. Curtis Lazar. <laughs> he's making every line... Well, he's on every line, so <laughs> when he's on the fourth line, I agree he's making it look good. I mean,
1: the fourth line has had some moments lately. Yep. Like, they've been drawing penalties, they've been getting good zone time. They look been good making against stuff happen. Yeah. 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 And, like, here's the thing that we have to talk about, though. Okay. Curtis Lazar fought a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the hell did Connaughton say to him? He did okay in that fight. I I don't know what. Doing okay in a fight is a weird looking thing. Because, like, they punched him in the back of the head when he was turned away a couple of times, <laughs> and then he fell on the ice. It also kind of depends on who you fight, though. Like, I don't know if. Um, he's a big boy, that could guy. He's, he's big way bigger guy. than Lazar. it's not small. Because I would remember when Ray Emery, like, beat the hell out of Marty Baron. People were like, yeah, whatever, it's just Baron. And then he fought. Wayne um, Peters comes over <laughs> and like, I'm about to watch uh, our starting goalie get his jaw broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it was, it's like, oh, now he's a position player. Okay, now we respect this. <laughs> so. so I don't know I don't know whether Lazar fighting Kanaten and then acquitting himself is, is good. I don't know enough about yeah. the, so I don't know enough about the deep, the deep cuts on the Columbus Blue Jackets roster. You're like, fighting, not that impressive. Even goalies can do it. Hey, speaking <laughs> of not that impressive, uh, Curtis Lazar has three points this year. Yeah. That's uh, not great. He now has more penalty minutes from his fight than he does points. I'm not saying, like, I don't believe in Curtis Lazar anymore, but I'm like, maybe put up more points than Alex Chiasson, at this point point in time please you you may not agree with me when i say this but okay. if any of prince or pumple or even curtis lazar were like included in a deal for a good defenseman yeah i'm okay with that curtis lazar i like but he's <laughs> I, he's like chris kelly is like his ceiling like i think oh, he's really? gonna be i think he's gonna be like a good third line center i think that like clark macarthur is his ceiling like not the most like he had a great season here, but if you look at his career, like, he's just really good at everything, and that's why I love him so much as a player. Get well soon, Clark MacArthur. And, um, and Patrick Weirkosh. And the rest. Yeah. Oh, uh, yo, the Hamburglar. Remember that guy? Hey. <laughs> anyway, uh, get well soon before that back-to-back. <laughs> where you're definitely going to have to so, play Matt O'Connor. Hang on. Hammond's got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Allegedly Allegedly, Allegedly. Weirkosh has a concussion Allegedly um, There was some talk That maybe Bobby Ryan Has a concussion I mean maybe your brain Is in your shoulder But i you know, <laughs> here uh, Clark MacArthur Definitely has a concussion uh, Yeah That guy's had a I concussion I think he has an acquired before. Brain injury <laughs> Is that what a <laughs> medical term For it at this point Lazar had a concussion hey. Earlier this year And was out Why is everybody Getting con- <laughs> Like other than And the answer can't be Hockey Like is it just <laughs> Are the, the answer big, acknowledging a concussion. Well, I was going to say, is it bad luck? Is it something else, or is it just that we actually diagnose concussions now? <clears throat>
1: Well, I don't like is it like the flu like can you catch a concussion well, I'm did, not a doctor Because they
0: thought he had the flu Mathod had <laughs> a concussion right I'm, I forgot about Mathod he was out for a few days with a concussion too yeah every every injury oh, yeah. is now just a concussion yeah it doesn't matter it's like can we get- McCulloch hurt his knee it's a concussion anyway I guess I don't have a point to make about concussions other than I don't know why everybody's getting them and I wish they'd cut it out like <laughs> yeah. quite frankly step up yeah. <laughs> like serious
1: <laughs> this from Chet Luke and James be injured less. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Yeah, that we've also, examined
0: all sides of this issue, and this is the conclusion Can we, come to. we get Eric Carlson a second helmet? guys? <laughs> <laughs> <God. laughs> like, we can't have Eric Carlson getting a concussion. Or anything bad happening to him. Like, I don't even want anything bad to happen to him in his life. Like, traffic or anything. So we were talking about Curtis Lazar fighting. We were <laughs> <laughs> baby's first fight. Put oh, it in the scrapbook. <laughs> yeah, I remember chatting with you where people were getting bent out of shape over rumors of Curtis Lazar for Patrick Sharp and we were both like, Patrick Sharp? No. <laughs> like we already know that guy's super good. Like it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know at this point, yeah, I think Lazar might not be a finesse scoring winger or anything. Like, no, I mean he's got value, but if some team like Edmonton was like we want him to be our future captain i'd be like all right what are you willing to give us for him yeah. can we have one of those first overall picks that we've <laughs> forgotten about yeah. at this point hey when,
1: when do we just take hockey away from edmonton how
0: many good men is edmonton going that's ruin? all they've got that's <clears> all, <throat> like,
1: <laughs> but like look, look what they're doing they can't you know, like, oh. it's like petting a bunny to death yeah that's <laughs> pretty much what it <laughs> is that's man that got dark
0: but accurate can i offer a controversial opinion i would love you to do that I kind of miss Eric Greba <laughs> Which <laughs> the part the question mark <laughs> The better Jared Cowan, <laughs> but that's exactly right. Like if, if right now, if you had Eric Gryba, you're telling me you wouldn't want to play him over Mark Borietsky with Chris Weidman. I think that the takes on Twitter would remain sizzling about area bottom pairing defensemen not that good, but it would not be that those like vines you see of like Cowan missing a check by a country mile, <laughs> dropping his stick, picking it up upside down as he gets you know, with his on. <laughs> helmet on back. Bash- and like goes onto the wrong bench afterwards. Like it would just be like, wow, Eric Greiba really got walked on that shorthanded goal or something, you know, or it'd be also yeah. not great. But My
1: enduring what? memory of Eric Greiba is that guy could not move the puck without the aid of a U-Haul. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I just always thought he was kind of like the least worst fifth, sixth defenseman yeah, the Senators can, had. Completely agree with Also, him. that beard dough. Yeah, exactly. Also, a good interview, that guy. low funny. Yeah, low-key funny. He also looked like somebody that no amount of Old Spice could help post-game. <laughs> <laughs> That, I, have I, I thought about I just that too to much picture or, him? putting on like deep woods off uh, musk oil or, yeah or oil. he looks like he looks like he smells like a pine tree yeah. or or whatever cologne that Charles Bronson did in that Japanese commercial Mandom Mandom <laughs> Mandom man throwing a dinner jacket over his <laughs> yeah, shoulder exactly. clearly in a Japanese hotel room you just take a bath in whatever that cologne is <laughs> i love that commercial <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what either of you're talking about okay do we have uh that was for else? Us. yeah do we have anything randomly. else, we, like any Senators topics we want to hit or not? Or?
1: James has a great point. Oh, like, as much, as, as, much <laughs> as we, uh, as dark as things seem, the Ottawa Senators have lost one game in regulation in the month of
0: November. They've lost a few outside of regulation, though. Doesn't matter. Still getting those points. <laughs> so yeah. they are 9-5-5 five, and five going into the player's tonight? No, if the team can get it together, those <laughs> overtime losses are going to add up. I'd rather... The, it's like Mika's advantage ad, where it's like, could he play better? Absolutely. But, like, 13 points in 17 games, I'll take that struggle I, I over thought, nothing. I thought whatever. you made a good point. You were saying, like, December is going to be brutal. I looked at it just this morning, and the senators. I already pretty freaked out about December. So I can kind of see, well, you know, maybe you should be getting two points from the Hurricanes instead of letting them come back. Yeah, no, you're right, for sure. And all of that. But they do also seem to also have that corresponding ability to get back into games late if they're down, like they did against Detroit. I was almost stunned that they shut out the Blue Jacks the other day, because I find almost similar to last year, they get up for the good teams, and then they give up a two-goal lead against the Hurricanes, or whatever, you know, so I, I think the team, as much Black as they've taken for being dispassionate or whatever. I think if their backs are against the wall with that awful December schedule, maybe playing with the Tampa Bay Lightning twice in a week is going to be good for them. And you know. Also, Tampa doesn't look that good. Yeah, By the Chondra, way, man, bad in the room. Still, still second in the Atlantic. I saw some uh, sizzling hot refutes to the whole second in the Atlantic. I was like, yeah, the easy Atlantic division. Like, yo, Tampa Bay and Detroit and Montreal are in this division. Like, it's not that easy. This isn't the South Easy of you know, a few years ago. It's like you know, you're like seventh in the East, but first in your division. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's not like there's a bunch of lay down Sally's on. <laughs> In this division, you know, like, one of the bad teams in our division is Boston. Like, okay, like, they're not terrible. I don't know. I'm happy for them. Hey, here's a, no- <laughs> here's a novel concept. Be happy with some stuff that's happening with your hockey team. <laughs> that's not a, that's not terrible advice. That's not terrible Like I advice. said, you see, like, the TSN pasted with mm-hmm. all these articles, like, Leafs getting it done, and then you look at the standings, and you're like, they've won their last five games. They're in yeah. last place. On, <laughs> like, on pace for
1: 72 points.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Edmonton's like, Connor McDavid right in the ship. and like, still <laughs> in last place, you guys. Like, well, we were talking about this, but it's be like, it's weird when, I think our, our beloved Verada said, it's weird when your hobby just makes you sad all the time. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Even if your team loses or wins in a way that you don't think is sustainable or correct or principled, if you can't enjoy that, then you probably shouldn't be watching. Like, you have to, if, even if your team is terrible, there has to be something that you enjoy watching about it. Otherwise yeah. why bother? Yeah. Eric Carlson's gonna get a hat trick. We're gonna win. Sometimes it's helpful to go into the game with that attitude. What was the quote? Somebody said my interest in advanced stats has made me find the outcome of the game nearly irrelevant. I was like, hockey is sick right now. <laughs> like we need to get back to like some kind of middle ground. Like Yeah,
1: someone recently slid up into my mentions to drop a sizzler to say I'm not worried about the outcome it's I'm all about the process now like the reason for the process is so you control the outcome if you have the outcome like that's literally the point
0: it's about process (laughs) but I I don't know I feel like looking back this is going to be a turning point in the season one way or the other like they're either going to get better or if they are going to continue to be outshot they're going to start to lose a lot of games especially in December Mm -hmm. Uh, at the same time maybe we're ready to move on from Jared Cowan Maybe we're not. Oh, be- I, you can tell the
1: frustration Brian Murray has because he did just watch the team play very well during a, a winning streak. He knows these guys have it in them somewhere and he can't figure out why it's not out there. Well, let me say this team has not lost a game with Jared Cowan out of the lineup. That's <laughs> that's a stunning indictment. Right. You wanna talk you wanna talk process. Hang on, well they haven't lost in
0: regulation. <laughs> oh okay. what is
1: it? well it's good that we're banking points, right? We're, those points are be gonna be putting food
0: on the table well into April. You're <laughs> Ottawa. Editors, it's good. We're banking points. <laughs> du, 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 du. Come on, come on down to the CTC. Best value in hockey, most overtime games. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The, the outcome is irrelevant. It's, it's about the process. The
1: cost per minute is The Cost per minute is fantastic. Outstanding. Cannot be beat. Especially by. in that uh in that Coca-Cola family fun zone. Yo, I'm about that zone. <laughs> because I love Could both family me? and fun. There you go. Yo. Coke, I'm neither here nor there on, but Two of the three things. No. All right, folks, we're gonna leave it there. I hope you enjoyed this uh,
0: magical mystery tour with <laughs> myself, Chat, and James. Thanks for having me, you guys. Well, you know, it's about the uh, process, not the outcome. That's that's absolutely true. I
1: think you've got very strong underlying podcast fundamentals. Your success
0: is sustainable, James. I can kill a shorthanded podcast <laughs> like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really like that three on three where nobody scores. <laughs> it was fun didn't really amount to anything exactly we're all just tired at the end the we're all day to day with concussions <laughs> do you have anything to plug james yeah. as well oh we, we have right <laughs> yeah does anyone want to i think it's what w- is it again www dot no it's HTTP. http oh colon slash slash forward slash don't get it twisted right forward slash uh, forward slash www dot it's a worldwide web yeah, yeah, the right. It, They're everywhere of, it's, it's, except it's, China. Is that the only? It's, it's not one of the BS <laughs> webs. That's just like, but but the, the web <laughs> that it's yes. on is a worldwide one, yes. except okay. in China. Yes. Except in, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. We are banned in China.
0: Okay, so www welcome to your Carlson years one com. One yeah. there? A, there's a hyphen in it though, isn't it? Or you could just go on the, the search engine of your choice: Alta Vista, Ask Jeeves, Lycos. Bing. There's So many good ones. You could type in "These are your Carlson years." That's a very popular search item. Just click the third link. And They're not you're wrong. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Like these are our
1: Carlson years.
0: Yep. All right. Good plug. <laughs> Thanks. Also, my one-man show just wrapping up at the uh, Gladstone. <laughs> the Verada monologue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. See you later. Have a good day.
1: Whoa. Were a couple of fellers who both still live with their moms. Breaking the town's local hockey team down, with some microphones on. No other podcast was finer, or was more of a hit with the big rig diners. We never thought they'd make it past episode five. Whoa, somehow these dudes named Shet and Parise are alive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But have we ever no. gone <gasps>
0: through the uh, classic albums video for the uh, for Asia? It's called Classic Albums. Yeah, and it focuses on usually an artist's masterpiece album. I don't think I saw that whole episode, but did they do? I think I remember watching a video about the making of the song Peg. Oh, so good! And, and that, and, Yo, and, that I, and, I like, and I feel like, and I feel like it might have come out of that show because they're showing like Michael McDonald like singing harmony with himself. <laughs> And they had, like, <laughs> foreign movie, foreign <laughs> foreign. <Peg. laughs> oh, And they had... Um, oh, yeah, they isolate all of his backup. Yeah, so, backup. so he comes in, he's like, Peg. And then, like, two seconds later, he's like, Peg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. That is the exact show. Taking it to the streets. This is, this is definitely the closing bit. We have actually closed talking about Peg before, though. <laughs> Damn it.